Welcome to this shifting moment. For the next little while, we want to focus on the readings and responses. These readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up a response. A response that's designed to garner a response in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or help you wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. Mary O'Malley, the river of life. Imagine that life is a river. Most of us are trying to control this river, hoping that we can make it do what we think it should do. So we head our best boat upstream, furiously paddling against the current, trying to make life into what we think it should be. All the while, we are struggling with life. Not only does the majesty and the mystery of the river completely escape our attention, but we are also unable to dance with the powerful flow of the river. Going upstream, we live in what should be and what is not. In this mindset, we don't notice that the pull of the river is more powerful than our attempts to control it and that all the while we are furiously paddling, it is taking us down the river of our lives backwards. Unable to see where we are going, the rapids and the waterfalls catch us off guard, and we spend a lot of time in the cold, wet, shivering in the face of these powerful forces. What we truly long for is to allow the boat to turn around and follow the current of life. As we turn our boats around, we learn the art of showing up for the river of our lives. Rather than just relying on our own limited intelligence, we now have the force of the river at our disposal, taking us turn by turn to our destiny of becoming aware. The two main skills that allow us to maneuver down the river of awakening our focused attention, which I call curiosity, and inclusion, which is the activity of an open heart that doesn't argue with what is. These are the two components of awareness, the deep curiosity that brings us into immediate engagement with life, and a spacious heart that knows how to make space for what is, rather than resisting it. They come together in a mind that is compassionately curious about what is right now. This kind of focus births out of the labyrinth of the struggling mind, opening us to the joy and wonder of being truly alive. Inclusion, the phrase useful for working with this concept, is this too. The power of inclusion has been alien to most of us. We are geared towards controlling and denying and fighting and resisting 
managing or understanding what is. As we begin to come out of the fog of separation, it becomes evident that we have continually struggled with what we think is too much, too little, too big and too small, too painful and too boring, too loud and too quiet, too fast and too slow. We have believed that we're both too much and too little at the same time. And most of the time, we've thrown most of our lives out of our hearts. Inclusion is the opposite of struggling mind. It is the ability to move beyond struggle and to meet what is exactly as it is. It is the art of meeting everything in our lives, especially all the formerly disowned and disliked parts of ourselves with deep mercy. This allowing is magic for as long as we are resisting what we are trying to change, we stay stuck to it like glue. The phrase, this too, mobilizes the activity of inclusion. As we say this too, we let go of struggling with life and we become present for it instead. This allows us to maneuver through the rapids, through the waterfalls and whirlpools of our journey rather than spending energy resisting them. From a place of inclusion, we can make skillful and creative choices about how fast or slow we need to go, about how much we need to rest, and about which rapids we will ride and which ones we will move around. This too is not about floating limply in the river. It is a place of engagement with the forces that have created the river for us. It is about being responsive to the river rather than trying to control it. Inclusion is magic. It can make bearable, even heal, the hardest heart, the deepest grief, and the sharpest pain. This, too, makes our journey immeasurably easier as the energy that was formerly caught in the judging, the resisting, and the struggling mind is transformed in the spaciousness of the heart. It also invites us into the knowing that in order to discover the deep peace that is always within us, we need to learn how to not fight what lies at the top of it. As we combine what is with this too, we are brought back into the healing of the heart and then on to engagement with life in the moment. It appears out of mystery. We then can flow through the river of our lives with curiosity, compassion, and trust. This is where both our returning practice and throughout the day, that we can give ourselves the gift that we have longed for our whole lives, our own interested attention. Interested attention. I think we're in a space culturally and just in history where a lot of us are rethinking everything. We might be rethinking a career path or what we want to do with our lives or maybe life just fell apart. The 
think one of the deepest truths is that, just like the author said, if we're looking for what truly lights us up, for what our deepest meaning really is, we should really pay attention to what we pay attention to. Because what we give our attention to naturally is exactly what we were put here for. Today, I want to turn our attention to that image of the river, that beautiful image that the author outlined of this, in one direction, furious fight, and in the other direction, beautiful flow. The river is something that is so out of our control. But note what the author says right at the beginning. It's not just a a half-measured canoe or some raft that we're pushing up this river that we're furiously fighting. No, she says our best boat. Our best boat. Because ideally, that's what you're in right now. Your best boat. The best thing that you and I can put together. The most hoped for, the most dreamed about version of ourselves. And that's what we're trying to fight furiously up the stream. One of the great truths of life is that no matter how big our boat, no matter how powerful, the stream is always more powerful. And that's okay. What a beautiful release the day that we just decide to turn our boat around and let it flow. I grew up in a very strict religious tradition, and uh, one of the words I always hated the most was this word, repent. Repent, repent, repent. You'd hear it over and over and over again. It was usually associated with someone's finger pointing you right in the face, repent. And what you came to believe is that that word meant I need to say I'm sorry, or I'm so wrong, or my boat is so obviously in the wrong direction and so morally there's something wrong with me. But that's not what that word means at all. Today for us all, I'd love to take that word back. That terrifying religious word actually has a much more deep and beautiful meaning. It's exactly like the river. We can look at it in a furious direction or we can look at it in a beautiful direction that flows. The beautiful direction is that repent comes from two different sides of language. It comes from Hebrew and it comes from Greek. And in Greek, that word means metanoia. And metanoia means a complete shift in the way that we are thinking, not just like a change of mind, but a complete and radical cellular shift in every sort of way that we think. It's letting go in the river. And then in the Hebrew, that word means teshuva, and teshuva is even more beautiful in my opinion, and it just means to turn around. And not just to turn around, but to turn around to what was always good, what was always home, and what was always beautiful. 
So today, I invite us to reclaim that word repentance on the river. Because you see, even in our best boats, we're still going it alone. And the invitation of metanoia and teshuva is to turn around and join the whole crew. My hope for us today is that we can turn around and whatever battle, whatever struggle, whatever hardship we're facing, and learn to view it like a beautiful, flowing river.